Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Blessed Senior Pastor. Amen. Amen. Uh, are we clear enough for you? Amen. Amen. All right. I just wanted to welcome you to uh, Repent America. I want to thank you so much again for just taking this time uh, to, you know, serve the Lord. We truly appreciate that. <clears throat> and I just want to go back, uh, you know, go straight to the point. Um, thank you so much for everything that you're doing and, you know, serving the Lord. And we truly appreciate that. We know, you know, we have uh, different, you know, business schedules and everything. And yet you have made, you know, time uh, for this. So thank you so much again. So I know you, uh, not a lot of our audience know you or may know you. So I just wanted to give you the opportunity to, to introduce yourself to our audience. Uh, please go ahead when you're ready. Amen. Thank you so much, Senior Pastor Peter John, for allowing me to uh, even be here. Thank the Lord very much for this opportunity. Um, when, you know, millions of dead bodies are piling up in the United States and uh, we get to uh, discuss about uh, the message of righteousness and holiness that leads to life. Um, yes, uh, my name is Trace O'Crow. I'm a pastor in the Ministry of Repentance and Holiness in uh, Maryland, United States of America. And we are led by the Blessed Senior Archbishop, uh, Louis Lupo, who's also the General Overseer of North America, and all the altars of the Lord in the Ministry of Repentance and Holiness in the U.S., are under the authority, the direction, the guidance, the counsel of the two mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord, the ones who prophesied coronavirus on December 1st, 2015. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. What a blessing to, you know, be sitting under the guidance of uh, the mightiest, mightiest uh, prophets of the Lord. Elijah, the promise in the Bible, Malachi 4, you know, verse 5 through 6. Thank you so much again. So as we have talked about, you know, off uh, phone or off radio, we talked about the fact that uh, this particular interview or, you know, topic is based so much solely on the renewal of life by the Holy Spirit. So I wanted to start off by asking, uh, so that we can, our viewers can hear you too. Uh, can you explain to our audience about what renewal of life is by the Holy Spirit? Amen. Um, there, there's no other better place to start than uh, in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 47. It talks about the river of life that uh, flows behind the throne. I'm just going to read a couple of verses and then. Um, I'm going to try to explain what the word was uh, for the viewers. Amen. In uh, Ezekiel 47, this is the Holman Christian uh, Standard Bible. Uh, in verse 1, the subtitle says, Life-Giving River. Verse 1, Then he brought me back to the entrance of the temple, and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east, for the temple faced east. The water was coming down from under the south side of the threshold of the temple, south of the altar. Next, he brought me out by way of the north gate and led me around the outside to the outer gate that faced east. 
There the water was trickling from the south side. As the man went out east with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a third of a mile and led me through the water. It came up to my ankles. Then he measured off a third of a mile and led me through the water. It came out to my knees. He measured off another third of a mile and led me through the water. It came up to my waist. Again, verse five, he measured off a third of a mile and it was a river that I could not cross on foot. Other versions say that no man can cross. Mm-hmm. For the water had risen. It was deep enough to swim in a river that could not be crossed on foot. Verse six, he asked me, do you see this son of man? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. And just for the sake of time, I'm just going to go to uh, verse uh, 11. Amen. Uh, he says, yet its swamps and marshes will not be healed. They'll be left for salt. All kinds of trees providing food will grow along both banks of the river. Their leaves will not, will not wither and their fruit will not fail. Each month they will bear fruit, fresh fruit, because the water comes from the sanctuary. That's the target right there. Their fruit will be used for food and their leaves for medicine. So in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 47, verses 1 to uh, on to 12, you see that the mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord spoke about the life-giving river in the lunch hour teaching that was uh, on the previous episode. Amen. It's a life-giving river that brings life into the church. You know, right now there's a lot of uh, spiritual drought. Uh, the water, the river represents the Holy Spirit. Amen. You, you read in Genesis that when the Lord God formed man, you know, it's amazing. Even just the Lord forming man in his own hands, he spoke and there was light. He spoke and, and the heavens were created. But with man, he formed us with his own hands and then he breathed his spirit that when we were formed, before the life giving spirit of God was breathed into us, we were just dust. Mm. So the uh, renewal of life by the Holy Spirit, it, it, it symbolizes uh, the Holy Spirit, you know, restoring us from a life of sin. Because, you know, sin equals death. And uh, sin brings the decay, you see. That's why you hear uh, things rust, they destroy, cows are are mooing, uh, horses are making sound, all animals, all creation is groaning mm. because the, the effects of sin and, and it leads to death. It's not a coincidence when, um, you know, you there's sin in a relationship, any relationship, it always leads to pain, uh, hurt, uh, sorrow. But the, the life-giving spirit of the Lord, he comes to restore us, to make us brand new. And it's only by the Holy Spirit that he's the one that goes inside of our heart and cleans up the sinful desires of our heart to make us uh, pure, seeing you, Pastor John. Amen, amen. Wow. You know, this is so powerful, so powerful uh, that, you know, how I wish that everybody would know uh, the power and the love that the Lord has, you know, given to us as humans. Because what caught up, you know, my attention in Genesis, as you read, was that he used his hand to form us. You know, that is so powerful. And every other thing he spoke, look at how gigantic this universe is, the earth. He spoke. But for us, tiny spectacle, dust, he used yeah. his hands to form us. What a love. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you so much again uh, for that. Um, so that leads me to 
you know, the power you have just talked about, the centrality of the uh, Holy Spirit or the role of the Holy Spirit, you know, in the Christian believer and as for them, and for that matter, you know, every creation, uh, as far as, you know, humans are concerned. So that leads me, how do we here in North America, you know, come into this renewal of life provided by the Holy Spirit? Speak to our audience in America, in North America, because everybody needs to know this particular power that the Lord has in terms of, you know, unleashing, uh, you know, his spirit into us. Uh, for me, I see that this is just so much love that, you know, we will be forever indebted to the Lord. And, you know, the interesting thing is whether you believe in him or not, yes, mm -hmm. That Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord, came into you. And, you know, just before you, you answer that, what actually I'm thinking about right now is that, you know, if you are in, like, a, in a hospital where women give birth, and then you see the birth of a child, the child comes out, and then, like, some seconds, then you hear life. The child cries out. And then you know that the Holy Spirit visited. Amen. You know, and it doesn't matter whether this family, they believe in Christ or not. Yes. The Lord is still gracious enough to do that. So this is such a love that, you know, I, I, I pray and hope that every living soul understands the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, the power of the Father, and then the power of the Holy Spirit. And then at this critical juncture that as you are talking, you and I, we sit under the counsel, the leadership of Elijah, the promise in the Bible, who is now revealing to us the Bible a way, in a way that was never done before. So uh, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, you know this is uh, such a power. So uh, so that leads me to um, the second, the, the other question I was asking. So how do we here in North America come into this renewal of life provided by the Holy Spirit? Amen. Yes, you know it's even a privilege to even talk about the Holy Spirit as, as mortal man, as the Creator, and you know. We're just creation talking about the creator, the Holy Spirit. You know, he's he's so mysterious out of the, the Trinity that he, he gives life. Like you said, he gives life even in hospital rooms, people who are privileged to see uh, children born. No one can deny the, the power of the Lord, the power of the Holy Spirit, because there is no other source of life except the life-giving Spirit, the Holy Spirit himself. You know, it's sad because right now, you know, we're running around in confusion in the, in the United States and North America looking for a savior, looking for, for life. We're going to a Mardana vaccine, AstraZeneca, Merck Pharmaceutical, Johnson & Johnson. We're running everywhere, but the solution is Jesus. The solution is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So how, how we come to that is, like you said, no better than we need to uh, go to the mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord. Mm -hmm. The Lord himself has said by voice, go to them for the healing of the land. Mm -hmm. Go to them. For the healing of the land and even though the coronavirus is raging the judgment is, is too heavy on this land the lord still had mercy that 
people are being healed in the United States of America. Uh, sciatic nerve being healed, hepatitis B, uh, um, tumors in jaws that destroy jawbones are being dissolved, busted open at the one single decree from Nairobi. When right now there's these powerful, powerful services by the mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord, the one who prophesied coronavirus uh, on YouTube and repent and prepare the way YouTube channels every Wednesday. It's every Friday. It's every Sunday. Mm. And even on JesusLordRadio.info, they're coming to us and they're giving us the message. And, and the Lord is simply saying, we just need to sit inside the comfort of our homes, connect to the TV, follow the teachings of God, the teachings of righteousness, the teachings of holiness that will bring us back to life where there was death in the God's anointing. The Holy Spirit, the life-giving Spirit himself will restore us no matter con that condition, no matter what condition it is. So that is the answer. We need to go to the two mega prophets of the Lord Jehovah Yahweh and, and sit down and ask them why the coronavirus? Why is this happening? Why are a million dying? I thought we we're in a disposition of grace. Why is there so much judgment? And the answer is right there during the live services on YouTube. So we simply, Senior Pastor Nick Peter John, yes. the entire nation, President Joe Biden, staff, everybody, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, everybody, we need to go to the mighty, mighty prophets of the Lord and listen and humble and listen to their counsel. Mm. You know, when when you're talking about it, you know, I see a lot of rebuke to America. And of course, the rebuke is out of love. Uh, because if you just look at, you know, the platforms that we have, the technology we have, the Lord is simply asking us to sit in the comfort of our home. You know, we have the best broadband technology in the world. You know, the, the speed at which we download information is faster. And yet, we are sitting on the corners, on the bus. Well, you know, Repent America, uh, you've just heard it from the Blessed Senior Pastor. Uh, you know, we need to go back to the Lord. And you cannot go back to the Lord or seek the Lord without understanding the messenger. Because once you know who the messenger is, the next thing is to go to the messenger and seek their counsel and ask, like you said, why this coronavirus? You know, how can we, you know, basically control it? Instead of, you know, defaulting back to our human wisdom, which has failed us since creation, because we saw even in the garden, when Adam and Eve fell, we saw the first instinct was to mm. cut fig tree to mm. cover themselves. Mm. That was their own human instincts to do that. Mm. But the grace of the Lord came in again, you know, to clothe them. You know, to clothe them. This is the God that we serve, the God of love. And now he has sent his mightiest, mightiest prophets. Because we are so lost. We are so lost. And, you know, we know that the center of apostasy basically is from North America. And then we export it to different parts of the world. Yes. So it is incumbent, you know, America, that we basically, all people, including our political leaders, yes. and I will especially talk to the church out there, those who are sitting under false prophets, your eternity matter because you would stand by yourself and be judged by the Lord. So if you are in a church 
right now? Who is not teaching you holiness, righteousness, zero tolerance to sin? Then it is time for you to question that. Because everything, you know, the Bible tells us that heaven and earth will pass away. So, you know, we are basically visiting. We are vapor. So the most important thing to the Christians out there and to us, a matter of fact, as free creation in North America, yes. we need to go back. We need to go to the messengers. If you didn't know that Elijah is walking on earth now, please, this is a breaking news. That Elijah is walking right now among us. And he's given us the instruction as to how yeah. to prepare for the glorious yeah. coming of the Messiah. And the Lord will not compromise when it comes to holiness. And that all of us, because the Lord says, I am holy, holy and holy. So there's no compromise there. And you know, the scripture that comes in mind that I have quoted several times is Isaiah, um, Isaiah 30. Yes. You know, starting from verse 8 onwards. Mm. And the Lord is saying that, especially to when the you know, servants of the Lord visited Nigeria. Yes. They mentioned that the power, and that was what stood up to me. Then the light bulb came up. That the power unto man is on the high, this highway. And if you read Amen. that scripture, it tells you that the high is the highway of what? Holiness. Mm. And that on that road, the unclean will not journey on it. And I'm just paraphrasing. Yes. And that on that road, no ravenous beast will be found there. No lion will be found there. So the power unto man is actually on this road. You can be holy. You, can, you don't have to fear the devil. The devil has no power over you. All you have to do is walk on this highway. Which is the highway of holiness. Amen. And you will defeat the devil. Amen. And this is to the church out there. That the Lord is asking for repentance. Amen. And then once we are, we seek the counsel of the prophets, we repent. Yes. Then we can now adapt to that main core principle, which is holiness, which is righteousness. Amen. You know, then the church will be restored because you and I, we know that Kenya, which is a blessed nation, that has accepted the servants of the Lord, the mightiest, mightiest prophet. We have seen the revival that is going on in Kenya. Cripples are being healed. The deaf ears popping up. You know, uh, we see cancer tumors dissolving. You know, we can't even count them. Yes. And then just based on the mercy and grace in the United States, you have started, stated some statistics that where we are also benefits of that. Yeah, America, this is not even a Kenyan thing or an African thing. <laughs> we are seeing it in the United States. Yes, what excuse are we going to give the Lord? We didn't know. Mm -hmm. So, this is a very, very, very important issue 
or the very sensitive thing to America that we all need to repent mm. and be on this highway, the highway of holiness. Mm. And we know that the churches out there are not giving it to, you know, the, 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 the congregation. They're not. They are all into the world. Everything that is directed is about sowing a seed and getting a reward here. That to make this place very comfortable. And we know that the coronavirus has exposed the weakness of all of us. Yes. That we don't have any safety. Even with the vaccines, we're seeing they're telling us there are different strains out there. You know, the South African strain, the European strain, yeah. the California strain. You know, you don't even know how many strains they are. And yet, the solution is laying right in front of us. Go and seek the counsel of the prophets. Israel always did that. When they realized that after their disobedience, and they knew that, look, we don't have a way, they went and sought the counsel of the prophets. And then one of the major things was that you need to repent. You need to repent. You need to repent. The one in love and God who is giving us this opportunity. Even after we have gone astray, he tells us, just repent and come back and be righteous. So America, this is very important. On that day, you will have no excuse. You will have no excuse. You cannot run anywhere. This is the time. We still have the window of opportunity to repent and prepare for the glorious coming of the Messiah. Thank you so much again. I certainly appreciate you tackling this. So uh, that leads me to uh, my next question. So can you explain to our listeners, yes. you know, some of the benefits we can drive from when we come into this renewal of life by the Holy Spirit? Because this is very important to, you know, America out here. Because sometimes we believe in seeing physical stuff. So what are some of the benefits once we hearken to the voice? What are some of the benefits can we have from the renewal of life by the Holy Spirit? Amen, Senior Pastor Peter John. You know, one of the benefits that the Lord shared in the lunch hour teaching is that God's healing will come. You know, God's providence, God's security, God's refreshing time in the church, that life will be brought back to the church in the pulpit. Right now, there's death because of the apostasy as we learn also from the Matthews, Matthews prophets, it comes from the pulpit and then it goes to the congregation. It doesn't start in the congregation to the pulpit. No, it goes from the pulpit to the congregation, hence the nation, because the church is supposed to be the rod and the authority of nations of the entire world. But when the church is in the apostasy that like we're seeing right now, where there's fake miracles, people are pushing each other down, saying it's the Holy Spirit is essentially blasphemy. Um, so see, did a miracle what? And people are still uh, uh, crippled. And then they're even willing in uh, thousands of fake wheelchairs saying they, re they raised that many crippled. That is the devil inside the house of the Lord bringing them to a wrong road. You know, it's essentially people are in church today and they're thinking they're going to heaven because the church says heaven. But the devil has blinded them because they took out holiness. They threw away the gospel. They threw away the cross. They threw away the blood. They threw away salvation. And, you know, we just heard that the true followers of Jesus pick up their cross. Hmm. How are we going to pick up our cross and follow the Lord into heaven when we threw away the cross? Hmm. So it is, the benefit is that, number one, is eternity. Hmm. That 
we, we get back on the road, the highway of holiness, as you said, to eternity. The beast is not there. Oh, you know, every time we hear, oh, the devil did this to me, the devil did this to me. No, the devil is not strong enough when you have the power of the Holy Spirit. So it's very important that the benefits that come from the life-giving river is cripples are walking, mm. blind are seeing, deaf are hearing, paralytic, spinal cord injury. Even today, we just celebrated uh, P.D. Karayuki, who was a total, total lunatic mm. and totally crippled at the same time in the Lord by one decree. Poof, he got up and he was raised and the, the lunacy was gone. He was restored. And that was like one decree. No seed was sown. Not even any was paid for because of the blood of Jesus that paid it all. So when we return to the gospel of the blood and the cross, that we get the benefits of God's healing, his protection, his providence, his security. The real blessings, not the fake blessings where, oh, bless me with a private jet and you go to hell. You, you wake up like the rich man in hell. He thought he had it all. He thought he had everything. The wealth blinded him. The deceitfulness of riches, as the Bible says, it blinded him. And he thought it was the blessings of God. But I want to tell North America what the Lord has shared. The mightiest, mightiest process the Lord has shared. Any blessing that leads you away from the kingdom of God is not a blessing from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Actually be blessed by Satan himself. So if we actually want the real blessings of the Lord, we really do need to go back to righteousness, to holiness. We haven't seen the benefits now that there is no excuse for anybody in America to say, oh, we didn't see, oh, we didn't know. The Lord has publicly demonstrated openly, uh, illustrated it publicly and globally. The Holy Spirit, God, the Holy Spirit, who we've never seen before, descended on the two mega ancient prophets of Yahweh, two billion people saw it. Mm. No one in America can say that they didn't see, we didn't know. The first miracle of this revival actually happened in this nation. Mm. The mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord were here, and they opened the, the ears of a deaf woman. So no one can say, oh, we didn't know, oh, we didn't see, or, oh, that's a Kenyan thing, or is that an African prophet? We, uh, racism, we can't enter the kingdom of God for racist. We can't enter the kingdom of God because the Bible says, poor in spirit. That poor now is like a dirty word, it's like a cuss word to this generation that we want so much prospering. But if we really want to prosper, we need to go back to the cross because the Lord is the one who will provide for us. That's what he says in the Bible in Matthew 10, 10 and 1 Corinthians 9, 9. So to answer your, your question in short, what we really have to do is to go back to the Lord and he will help us all. The benefits we're already seeing, hepatitis B was healed in Colorado. Mm -hmm. uh, sciatic nerve damage. <laughs> Uh, a nervous system cannot be replaced, has never been replaced by a doctor. It can't be, uh, you can't say, oh, let me get a different nerve. This one doesn't work. It doesn't happen. That's the blood right. of Jesus has healed these things even in this, this own country. Mm -hmm. uh, coronavirus even healed in this country. So many things have happened. It, it, the benefits, they're obvious. Mm -hmm. They're obvious here, Pastor Peter John. Amen. Amen. Wow. What a, what a merciful God. What a mighty God that we serve. Because, you know, you can't even, we, you know, you can't even list all the benefits. It's just, it's just too much. You know, and when you were talking, what came in mind, you know, was I was reading, sometimes last week, I was reading uh, Judges. Yeah. And, you know, it was about the story of Gideon. And you realize that the power of our Lord when Israel, and I'm just summarizing it, Israel, you know, was basically ridiculed, you know, by the enemy. And Gideon, who went to seek the face of the Lord, basically, the Lord told him, you will win it. I'll give you the victory. And then 
even with um, Gideon organizing and calling Israel onto war, the young man, the strong man, and all those things. The Lord said, I don't need this many people, basically. Otherwise, you will take credit for it. Israel will take credit and said, is the man that won the war. From over 20-something thousand down to 300. And yes, and they had victory. These are documented stuff. So America, who has bewitched us? You know, how can you say that you are in church and yet you don't embrace holiness and yet your God, our God, says that that in Hebrews you know, 12, 14, that without holiness, no one will see the Lord. You know, and you mentioned something very important, that the devil has entered the church. You know, a lot of people say, okay, you know, I'm going to church and I'm going to the sanctuary. Yes, that is what it's supposed to be, to seek the face of the Lord. But now, when you go into a church or you go into like a building, basically where, you know, we worship and there's no holiness there, then the, the Holy Spirit is not there. You are worshiping a different God. Because if God is saying he's holy and will not have anything to do with sin, and yet you go and then you see that the pastor himself is, you know, not dressed properly, coming to serve the Lord. And yet there are indications even, you know, in Exodus that a uniform was crafted for the priesthood. Yeah. Why did the Lord do that? Because when you go before the Lord, you have to be holy. And yet we don't do that. And yet you see, you know, nakedness in the house of the Lord. So, as you know, America, just when you go into any church, just look at that church out there. And I'm talking about yes. the churches in apostasy. If you look at it, you will be able to tell there's no Holy Spirit there. And without Holy Spirit, you will not see the kingdom of God. Because the Lord taught us on sanctification. Yes. And, you know, the things that stood up to me was about the God the Father elected us. God the Son came and died for us to sanctify us with his blood. That wasn't enough. God the Holy Spirit sent to us to continue to sanctify us into glory. And that is why I ask America who be with you. Because you're not going anywhere without the Holy Spirit. Yes. You see? And we all need to do better because the Lord is giving us this opportunity to come out and rebuke the devil, to come out and reject sin, to come out and have zero tolerance to sin. Why? There's no small lies or small sin. They are all sin. They lead to bigger sins. Because if you go back to Genesis, you know, one of the things the devil did, why Adam and Eve fell? He created doubt. He created doubt. And he said, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, did God actually told you that when you eat from this tree, 
you certainly die. You will not. This is the devil. And because of the worldly stuff, the selfishness that you talked about, you know, the rich man and all those things, because the food was pleasing to the skin, to the flesh, they ate it. And that is what the devil do. And that is what the devil, his plan is still just crafting. It's the same way, right from Genesis in the garden. He's still doing the same thing. And the church out there is falling for it. So America, we need to come to the Lord. And, you know, I always want to, you know, address America, the church out there, not necessarily, you know, the the pastors out there because the pastors they're supposed to know better mm. you know you can't just be a pastor it's a calling mm -hmm. you see and then when you refuse and deviate and you lead many many millions of people to hell mm. those people out there those sheep they need to take their eternity into their own hands by seeking for the truth and the truth is, without holiness, no one will see the Lord. And the truth is, the Lord has sent us the mightiest, mightiest prophets. It's a promise in Malachi 4, verse 5 through 6. And now the Lord has fulfilled that promise. That prophecy is fulfilled. Because we are seeing the power. And you mentioned something important that the first healing after the servants were, were called was in this country. Mm. So why have we lost it? Mm. What is disobedience? Because we think we are better than any other person or country? Nobody, uh, you know, I don't, I've never seen uh, somebody who says they are billionaires or something that they die and they go with their real estate, their cars, their Rolls Royce and all those things. I've never seen that. I've never seen it. So then, why are we, I mean, it comes back, who has bewitched us? Mm. The power to man is on that road, the way Amen. of holiness. Amen. Thank you so much again, blessed uh, Senior Pastor Tracer. So that leads me. So maybe we may have, uh, you know, people out there saying, you know, I'm seeking the Holy Spirit, or I truly want to have these benefits. Yes. So can you explain to our listeners out there, so what does it mean when the Lord says, this river starts as a trickle yes. and increase possibly in volume and size, in power, over time? How do you, I mean, can you help our listeners, um, you know, understand that, please? Amen, Senior Pastor Peter John. It's a very uh, uh, deep, deep teaching. Um, you can see that the Micah's Micah's prophets of the Lord, they, they shared that the rivers of man, the rivers of man, M-A-N, man, of creature, they start off very powerful, very big. And, you know, it's, it's so much sound, rushing water, it's, it's, it sounds like a, it's like a tsunami or something. And then when it reaches, like when it reaches long distances, that's when it starts to die down. And it really talks about, if it speaks about the ways of men, and not the ways of God. That the ways of God, like you said, like Gideon, the army of Gideon, is small. 
because at the end of the day, all of it is for his, his glory. Yes. So essentially, you know, we can say that the trickling behind the river, the revival, the revival starts with, with you. It starts with one person. <laughs> Salvation is not for two. It, it, it's, it's one. And if we want to see revival, we, we start in our own selves and, you know, for, look, God, this is the problem. I need to repent, make amends here. You're talking to yourself in the mirror. If you're a woman, the same thing. The, the, the revival starts with ourselves. Because, you know, many times that, you know, we like to point the finger, but it, it starts off with us. Yes. That the, the, in the Bible, it says in Romans 2 that you ask judgment. You do the same thing. Mm. So for us, what we need to do is to really, God sees our heart. God sees our heart. So we really need to repent, genuinely make amends. It's not uh, the cheap grace that the, the church has preached in America that, okay, you receive Jesus, now be comfortable, relax. It's not it at all. There's work to be done. And the Bible says that work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Work out. That's Philippians chapter 2, 13 on. Hebrews 12 says, make every effort. It doesn't say make some effort to be holy. Make every effort. effort. The revival, it really does begin with ourselves because once the Lord restores us, the Holy Spirit helps us. and, And it starts off with submitting to the Lord. That what does submission mean? It means obedience to the Holy Spirit. You know, you read in James that come near to God, you come near to you. But he starts off that process by saying, submit to God first. You have to submit that. How are we going to be teachable or listen to a, uh, have someone, Jesus, be your mentor when you're not willing to be teachable? And that's the problem in, in the United States of America is that, you know, why should the Matthews, Matthews, prophets of the Lord come here? We, we know it all. You know, we have all these false prophets writing books. We have all these theories, theological colleges, seminaries. They're saying these things, but they haven't raised one cripple. There's, we're still in apostasy in the church. There's still people being buried right now because of coronavirus. So the trickle, it, it, it symbolizes the, the miracle intervention of the Lord, that it's a miracle for the Lord to even revive the Dead Sea that you see in Ezekiel 47. Everything was dead. Nothing was going to change that Dead Sea. It wasn't anything that... Uh, the president could pass to talk to G7 to have a bill passed to have a river crossed by. It was the miracle river of the Lord. That's why the Lord even had Israel where there is no river because they wanted them to depend on the Lord. Mm. You know, we have to depend on the Lord to do all of this. That the Bible says, make every effort to be holy without which you will not see the Lord. How can someone be holy without the Holy Spirit? So we really, really need to submit to the Holy Spirit, and he'll help us. Because in, in this carnal flesh, just because of what happened with Adam, he fell, and now everyone who, who was born, they begin their process of dying. From age one day, one minute, whatever. But when we submit to the Lord, righteousness is eternal. It increases the self-life of the church. And God the Father brought that righteousness through the garment, and the Holy Spirit is the one, like you said, in Exodus 28, he's the one that purifies the garment. Mm. So we have to go to the Holy Spirit and submit to him. There's things that the Holy Spirit can only tell uh, an individual to their heart that they need to repent of. The Holy Spirit is the one that put Jesus to the cross. The Holy Spirit was the one that crucified Jesus. Jesus was praying that you know he may not go to the cross because the flesh was weak, but it was a spirit that was willing. It was a spirit that took Jesus to the cross, the spirit that resurrected Jesus, the spirit that raptured Jesus. So the same for us is the spirit, the Holy Spirit that crucifies our flesh. But how can we have our flesh crucified for not listening to the Holy Spirit? So it really comes down to the pure 
unadulterated submission to the Holy Spirit of God because at the end of the day, in the Bible, he says that whether you go left or right, the voice says this is the way follow this. Mm. The best decision of our life is to obviously to choose Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and then begin our Christian walk, our process, because the Lord will start changing things in us to such things called as addictions. People, they, they know they're addicted to certain things, sins, and, and they go back to it. But the Holy Spirit is so powerful in us through the blood of Jesus to break those addictions when we submit to him. You know, like the Bible says, submit to God and resist the devil, he'll flee. Yep. What happened in Matthew? Jesus, he, he, he rebuked the devil and he fled because Jesus submitted to God the Father a thousand percent. And that's the same thing that we need to do. So that trickling, it, it starts off with the miracle intervention of the Holy Spirit, accepting him in our hearts, seeing Pastor John. Amen. Amen. And thank you. Thank you so much again. You know, what a powerful way, you know, to actually, you know, explain it. Uh, that it starts with the individual, individual, you know, heart by heart, individual. That is very important. And, you know, uh, as we were prepared, this, uh, the Spirit of the Lord was helping by, you know, specifically to America. The question is, in America, we lack what is patience. This generation... When we want something, we want it right now. Right now. And that is why we are a generation of Telenor, ibuprofen. The little pain, then we run. We want to seek our own way. But that are, those are not the ways of the Lord. So you have to start by seeking the face of the Lord. And the Lord will come to you, as you quoted in, in James. And then as you do that, it's a gradual process. The Holy Spirit begins to work in you, in yes. your being, to reveal to you on the things that are unholy. And to put in your heart to repent of those things and flee away from it. You see, and the, and, and the thing is, you know, you cannot say, okay, this is what I'm addicted to. And then you repent and go back to it. Then the question is, are you sincere enough? And you mentioned another important thing in Hebrews 12, you know, verse 14. Make every effort. It takes work. It takes work. It's not just something that is handed to you. It takes work. And now let me put it this way to America. The Lord created everything. When it came to man, he used his own hands. To form us. What a mighty love. So. Why can't we. Also put in the work. To go back to the Lord. America. America. This is very important. This is fearful. This is scary. Because any moment from now. The rapture could happen. It can happen. We have no authority. Because nobody knows when. So the very minute that we have, we need to use that and repent and repent. And the good news in this country is that as the blessed senior, you know, Pastor Tracel was had mentioned, started with, we have America has the senior archbishop under the leadership of, you know, Louis Lupo. And he's the general overseer. He is representing the authority of the Lord in this country. Mm 
under the ministry of repentance and holiness. So it is, you, we, we don't have to, you don't have to say, oh, you know, this one, you know, it's a Kenyan thing. And I say this because I have gone out to evangelize and I have shown, you know, some of the miracles. And then they looked me right in the eyes and say, oh, God is doing something in Kenya. But that's an African thing. And I was shocked. And I said, how can you say that? And that is what the devil do by lying. By bringing difference. Because, you know, scriptures say that we are one body. It doesn't matter whether you're black, you're white, you're Asian, you're yes. this. It is one body. Yeah. So there's nothing like an African thing. Or a black thing. Or a white thing. We are one in Christ. And the Spirit of the Lord chooses where it goes. Mm. So yes, the Spirit of the Lord has sent it in Africa for now. We all need to brush and listen and take instructions. Otherwise, what are we going to say after the rapture happens? If you remain, what are you going to say? You didn't know? Mm. You know the Lord knows everything. You can't lie that you didn't know. Let us repent and come back to the Lord. Amen. So thank you so much again. So that leads me to um, another question. So what do we do as a nation to drink from this river of life? Amen. Amen. See, Pastor Peter John, as, as the Lord shared, shared the message all the time, the word of God never dies. In fact, it gets better. More revelation. The message is simple that, you know, we need to repent. We, we really we really do. And it's not uh, what you saw on Capitol Hill some uh, a year ago uh, or a couple of years ago about a, a national day of prayer. The Lord is not looking for that. He's looking for a national day of repentance, actually a global repentance, you know, fasting and praying before the Lord to, to repent for our sins and, and not just to do those repentance and, you know, I repented today, I wore the sackcloth, whatever, and you go back to the same sin. And he's not looking for that. He's looking for Christian salvation, if I can say it in a nutshell, it, what you do when you're wrong. That's if you, how you really know someone who fears God, someone who's born again, they're not doing it for show. So for us to drink from this river of life, as the Lord Jesus said, and I want to read it here in, in the book of John, chapter 4. Amen. I believe starting at verse uh, 13. He says it here, the answer, because this was during the time where Lord Jesus went to uh, the woman at the well. Yes. And it was a very uh, controversial uh, uh, setting because uh, back then in the uh, Israelite uh, uh, community, talking to a woman is forbidden, even now. Um, in, in Israel, you know, they'll spit on you as a woman. And the beautiful thing about this revival, you read in Joel chapter 2, we have women who are archbishops, mm. senior archbishop, senior deputy archbishop, senior bishop, pastoring, leading churches, regardless of age, because in the Bible, in Joel chapter 2, it's the promise of the latter glory that he'll pour out his anointing on all. Like you said, we're one body, none discriminates. So the Lord is willing to pour out his spirit, the thing is, he's looking for an available and, and, and willing vessel. And you saw this with a woman at the well. And we started verse, uh, we can start at verse 11. Amen. She says, sir, said the woman, you don't even have a bucket. 
and the well is deep. She was asking, the Lord Jesus was asking her to get water. And she was saying that uh, you don't have a bucket and the well is too deep. And she continues, she says, so where do you get this living water, quote unquote? You aren't greater than our father Jacob, are you? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and livestock. And this is the target. Verse 13 is the answer, the solution. Jesus said, everyone who drinks from this water will get thirsty again. Hmm. But whoever drinks from the water that I will give him will never get thirsty again, ever. In fact, the water I will give him will become a well of water springing up within him for eternal life. So we have to come to the Lord Jesus. We have to come to the Lord Jesus that he may fill us with this water because the Lord created us in such a way where nothing can satisfy us. You know, sometimes we in, in America, it's for sure we, we look for uh, satisfaction in, in many things, whether it be marriages, whether it be food, whether it, whether it be clothing or, or money or, or human approval, acceptability, whatever it may be. We're always looking for a solution, a job, a promotion. And then when we get it, like he heard uh, the teaching uh, recently, the, the, the top ceiling syndrome, you, yep. just, you know, you don't care anymore. It's because it, nothing on this earth can satisfy us. So the woman at the well, she was sharing that, you know, you don't have a bucket uh, and uh, deep enough to get it. How are you going to get this water? You know, and Jesus said that the, the things of this world, essentially, they're going to make you thirsty. You're always going to want more. But the only thing that can fill us is the Lord Jesus. And not only that, but the holiness of Jesus Christ. That's what we're missing. Mm. The holiness, it gives us the peace. It surpasses all understanding. You know, you have carefree joy. You don't even care about things. You know, you're not worried about 401ks, uh, all these things that, that, that plagues the world because it is the peace of God that comes into your heart when you seek the, the life-giving river, which is the Holy Spirit, when you seek holiness. How can you receive the Holy Spirit if you don't want to be holy? So that's what it comes down to is that we have to go to Jesus and recognize that all the problems that we have the only solution is jesus he's the only solution he's the only savior of this world senior pastor peter john amen amen and i just wanted to add one thing as you mentioned you know the target scripture 13 and 14 and i'll start from so 14 uh john 4 verse 14 but whoever and i'm just reading the uh, niv version that but whoever drinks the water i give them will never taste Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. So what stood up for me, you know, in just the English, you know, this is English, plain English by saying that, you know, indeed here is basically an emphasis to say that what I'm telling you is that it is true. It is beyond imagination. And you look at it in the Bible, we always talk about, you know, we say the Lord is the light. You know, we are the salt. So what I see here is that the Lord is saying that the water I give you, I give them, will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. So could it be that? This particular water the Lord is talking about, which we know is the Holy Spirit, yes. is that when you are holy and when you submit yourself to the Lord, 
And then the Holy Spirit comes in your life and dwells in your life and grows in you and refresh and renews in you. Could it be that non-Christians out there will be able to see the life? You will be reflecting the light to the world. Because the Lord is saying that the spring of water, it is said that it becomes, I mean, it is said here, I give them, I mean, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water rolling up. That's a lot. So which means that could it be that we become, we testify because people will be able to see our lives, the way we live. And be able to say, oh, this is, you know, a reflection or the image of Christ. Mm. Hallelujah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, blessed Senior um, Pastor Trail. Amen. So, uh, you know, I want to thank you so much. And I just have one, uh, you know, question, one more question uh, in terms of if anybody that is listening, our audience out there. And they wanted to, you know, they are in, you know, either, you know, one of the suburbs or the, you know, the nearing states that borders Maryland. Yeah. They wanted like an altar. They wanted to fellowship. They yeah. have realized that, oh, truly indeed, you know, I've been crying for a holy church and now I have found it. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's not far from me. How can they reach out to you or any of you know, the pastors. Uh, please, can you uh, share some information with our listeners, please? Amen, amen. Thank you for the opportunity, Senior Pastor Rajan, again. It's uh, definitely a privilege to be here. It was uh, definitely a, it's really a blessing to even share these things. And, uh, we too, you know, before Elijah came, we're all in the process. Of, mm -hmm. And, you know, there's no difference from any other person because sin not a respective person. You know, the only difference is the miracle of God to even open uh, the, our, our eyes, the, our hearts, and to even see these things, to come to Jesus. So the Lord has done that uh, for you as well. And, and you're in the state of Maryland. Uh, you can go and repent, USA.net, mm -hmm. which is R-E-P-E-N-T, USA.net. And the pastors and altars page, you'll see uh, several of the, uh, the presiding pastors in Maryland. Uh, you have Senior Pastor Wade mm. Peyron, you have Senior Pastor Peter Jackson, you have Senior Pastor uh, Raymond, you also have uh, Senior Pastor Abigail Cross, Senior Pastor Gracie DePeyron, mm. and you also have the Blessed Senior Archbishop Louis Lupo, who is in the state of Maryland. Um, you also have myself, and uh, our contacts are on that page. Mm -hmm. My phone number is 804-299-0565. Again, 804-299-0565. Zero five six five. I can also be reached on email, which is Pastor Trey, which is P A S T O R T R E at repentusa.net. For any ministry needs, any questions that you have, right now we're not meeting because the judgment of the Lord is too heavy. We don't meet physically. We don't want to endanger the sheep of Christ for them to come out of their their houses during the middle of the lockdown, the coronavirus. But we do have online services we have the fellowship of the brethren on on um, some social media platforms like whatsapp which you can also get connected on repentusa.net but most importantly if you're following the teachings of righteousness of, of, of mightiest mightiest prophets because we're just humble uh, vessels and servants 
um, you can always go to repent and prepare the way uh, YouTube. The repent repair the way YouTube has the services of the Lord that are every Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday at the Lord wills. Jesus the Lord Radio info. We have the end time radio station preparing the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah. The only radio station in the entire universe doing that. And then you also have the repent and prepare the way org, which is the master website. Have all the prophecies of the Lord, the oracles of the Lord, prophecies fulfilled, healings of the Lord, uh, wonders of the Lord. You can see the global revival. It's not just a Kenyan thing. It's, they, they went to Australia. They went to New Zealand. They went to, to Asia. They went everywhere to preach the message uh, of the Bible, as the word says, that their message will be preached to the ends of the earth, and then the Messiah will come. So there's the master website to go to to connect with the righteous, righteous prophets of the Lord, the teachings of the Lord. And you'll be able to sit down, follow the message of righteousness, holiness, and prepare the way for the Lord's coming of Messiah. Thank you so much, Senior Pastor Peter. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I want to thank you so much, you know, for taking time off uh, to actually serve the Lord, to, you know, give this, you know, um, lifetime opportunity to our listeners. Because Repent America, this is about our eternity. And like the blessed senior pastor mentioned, you know, none of us were perfect. We're all heading towards hell. None of us, you know, we're all sinners. And by the grace of God, we found this ministry, which has changed each and every one of our lives. And I can testify to that. So there is hope. But the window of opportunity is closing. So please, if you are listening to this, you have the information. RepentUSA.net. That is where you will find the information. And the blessed senior pastor has given you all this information and then his phone number. And if you go on that particular RepentUSA.net, if you are not in Maryland, any part, you would see. Yes all the pastor's information and you can reach out to them. And then there's only one message that is preached. Holiness, holiness, holiness. So, so if you are listening to this and you know you feel so much in your heart that, wow, I need to be born again properly because I don't have holiness in my life. You know, I'm a sinner. I have, I, have, I have this particular addiction and I've, I never knew I could get rid of it. You know, I am in sexual sin. You know, if you are in any of them, the Lord says, come as you are. Come as you are. Because, because of you, that's why he went to the cross. Because of us, that's why he went to the cross. So come to the Lord. So please, if you are one, just recite this prayer. I mean, this salvation prayer. And you will be new in Christ. So just repeat, dear Jesus, my heart may be weak. But I know that your cross and blood are very strong, very mighty, and out of the, that cross, the anointing of this hour has come. 
the empowering strength of God. I repent of all my sins. And now I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And ask you to forgive me. And ask you to forgive me of all my sins and establish holiness in my life. May you write my name and keep it in the Lamb's book of life in heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus, I am born again today. Amen. So if Amen. you have if you have recited, if you repeat this prayer, you are born again. Please do not go back to sin. Seek the face of the Holy Spirit. Seek the face of God and the Lord will help you. And above all, we've already discussed with all the pastors out, the senior bishops, you know, archbishop, deputy senior archbishop in this ministry in the United States, you would be in good hands. They will be able to counsel you. We will be able to counsel you wherever at all that you are. The fact that if you have a phone, you can be rich. If you have an email, you can be rich. If you are on social media, you can be rich. All you have to do is take that bold step and reach out to us. And I know how it is because I'm speaking from experience that I was one time a Muslim. And when the Lord came into my life and I tried to walk into a church ground to give my Lord, myself to Christ completely, it was difficult because it was as if everything that I have known all my life, I was throwing everything away. People who were close to me, family and all those things, I was throwing everything away. And the devil was trying to tell me, don't do that. You lose everything. See? But the power of the Lord said, you know, just go in. Just go in. So if you are the same person, all you have to do is visit this website. Pick up a phone and call the phone number that was given up. And that would change your life. That would be the beginning of your journey towards the kingdom of God. Thank you so much again, America. Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you. And I just have, we love you. Because we want, when the Messiah comes, that this country, this nation, is a sheep nation and not a goat nation. That we will be well prepared for the Messiah. So please, if there's any rebuke in this, it is out of love for this country, for this nation, for our politicians, that none of us are perfect, that none of us were even perfect. But with the help of the Lord, we can, our life testifies now for itself. So I thank you so much for listening. And we will catch up with you in our next recording. Thank you so much again and have a blessed day. God bless you.